It's a beautiful day with the good morning guys, a beautiful day with you joiners. Would you be ours? Could you be ours? It's a beautiful day and we're thankful you're here, whether AM or PM during this leap year, as we discuss the game of life. It seems the entire quadfecta has come for episode 73. We should keep on track to talk life and games. Well, that depends on Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I lost my breath there. Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie. Sure on episode 72? Yep. No. 72. I did listen last week. Yeah, we're definitely. So strap in, Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I got to get back on the track. Go, go. So strap in, buckle up as we count down and say, Mark, discuss a topic with updates to start. Won't you be ours? Could you be ours? Won't you be our joiners? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you be our joiners? thought we were on like one and a half times speed for a second there. (laughs) (laughs) I had to speed it up because I went really slow towards the middle when I jacked it up. I'm not even sure what song that is. What? Wow. How dare you? Well, I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Fred Rogers, and your transition neighbor, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, who is our GMG, Mr. McFeely, editing... And delivering the podcast to us faithfully every week. Patrick Novoselic. McFeely? <laughs> Speedy delivery. Yep. That's right. All right. He was the postman. Hello there. On Mr. Rogers' oh. Neighborhood. <laughs> Only Mel calls him that. <laughs> Hey-o! Hey-o! Spring Whoa. break! Woo-hoo. <laughs> Next to him, our volleyball and beast of the East, who is our GFG, Chef Brockett, always cooking up questions or comments, at least... In three words or less, to always make us laugh or throw us off the rails, Ronnie Johantis. Yeah, I guess that's all me. Whatever that means. <laughs> yep. You need to go that's watch Mister Rogers. <laughs> and then our final and fourth member of the GMG Quadfecta, who is our GMG scientist, Bud Adler, sharing his expertise in music, Doctor Who, La Coretta, and more every week for our ear holes. Mark Boucher. Okay, I don't know who that is actually. Sounded worse than Mister McFeely. I don't yeah, know well, who Bud Adler is. He's the scientist. I don't remember he there being a scientist. Shared his on that expertise. Show. I mean, that's what Wikipedia told me. I didn't remember. Did you guys either, actually but... watch Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's good stuff. So Patrick, apparently, I, I think so. I was more of a Sesame Street kind of guy. Ugh, you know. I don't. I, I, I went with. I it. went with both. Well, looks like it. You need to go watch. <clears> it's gonna be a harsh sentence here, but I mean, that show looked like it. Suck. It put you to sleep. It was a good <laughs> nap time. It yeah. definitely there was definitely a stark contrast between Mr. Rogers' neighborhood and Sesame Street, where there was like all these colorful Muppets, and then you had Mr. Rogers who's always talking in a nice, calm voice, and then he had these puppets that he looked like he made in his basement, and because uh, he did old clothes, because <laughs> he pretty much did, yeah. So pretty much that came from me and my wife watching the first five minutes of A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks. As nice. Fred Rogers. Five minutes? And then, yeah, because the internet just w- went crazy on the the, the, Lucas the streaming app that we used. Yeah. Did they bust you pirating? I don't, I mean, <laughs> no, they didn't bust us. Hopefully they're not listening right now. We, we've abort, uh, we've abort. wised up. We're not doing that anymore. And abort, abort. we're shut down. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> 
but that's all it took. longer than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it took for me to be inspired to uh, share that little song with you at the beginning. All right, guys, let's jump right in after that very nice, uh, beautiful, neighborly opening. Uh, before we chat actually about our lives, I wanted to mix it up a bit. And first I wanted to mention that if you have not yet done so, whether you're a first time joiner or you've joined us from the beginning, would you so kindly consider rating and writing a review for us on Apple podcast? It can help us connect with more joiners and give us much more needed feedback. Just like Isaac, AKA, I always screw this up. Isaac Alistic, Isaac Alistic did. You guys ready? He, he gave mm-hmm. a very thorough review of our podcast. Five stars. Of course. Nice. Awesome. Of course. Good start. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love your confidence, Mark. <laughs> Title goes, Gonna Have a Good Time. And can you not, you can't not hear the song. Gonna have a good time. Right? What was that? I don't know that either. Yeah, I don't know. Fresh out of that. Not in the music guy. I'm, pr- <laughs> I'm pretty much Mark making up fresh a, a song. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing that you're gonna have a good time. It's like a TV show from the '80s or something. Mm. Oh, like Good Times, the television show. Yeah, you mean Good that Burger? Right. I'm no. a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. Cause we're all dudes. Hey, I'm gonna stop derailing the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie was liking. He was digging that. I saw his head bobbing. I, I was. was like, man, yeah. I love that. Uh, Isaac had this to say, if you're looking for a chill podcast that's easy to listen to, look no further. These fine gentlemen talk video games and life in general in a meaningful and applicable fashion. The guys have great chemistry, are hilarious, and love connecting with their community. When I listen, they strike me as a group of guys that I'd love to just hang out with and shoot the breeze. Aw. How does one do that? Shoot the breeze? Yeah. Pew, pew. Pew. <sighs> Ouch. And that's how you demonstrate that on a podcast. <laughs> that was the breeze. That's the breeze yeah, getting shot. The visual. <laughs> yep. Now everybody knows. No, I don't really know. Awesome. Hey, Isaac. We we hope you're listening still. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your feedback and appreciate your review. That was very well thought out and very well worded. Much appreciated. Right. Much appreciated. Sweet. Uh, secondly, it is time for the resurrection of GMG community corner yes brought to you by our discord community that anyone can join there is a link in the show notes and also it is pinned at the top of our twitter feed at the gmg podcast and today i thought we could have just a a serious edition of this segment for a couple reasons first of all i think all of us uh, were very struck by the sudden death of kobe bryant and his 13 year old daughter this past weekend Mm -hmm. um I don't, I don't know what you guys were up to on Sunday when you found out, but I, I didn't believe it at first. I thought it was a hoax, um, but it was most certainly real, and I think it's, it's definitely uh, taken a hit on a lot of people, just the, just the shock of it and just the tragedy for the family. Um, but beyond that, uh, more personally, I think with a lot of people in our community, a lot of joiners, friends of joiners, A lot of people's lives have taken a a hard left turn recently, and I thought it would be good just to share uh, some of the things that they have shared and uh, with their permission uh, so that we can be praying, that we can be supporting them so that we can uh, have a more direct connection with with people in our community. So 
Does yeah, that sound good to you good. guys? I no. suppose. <laughs> Two out of three. Or we'll call it one and a half. I'll take it. It's the meatloaf principle. The eyes have it. So uh, the first one that we found out about, I think, a week and a half ago was from, um, no, it was this past weekend, was from friggin' nutcase Travis. He said, so I'm suddenly jobless. The company I was working for came and confiscated my truck, decided not direct deposit my paycheck. Communication is zero, completely insane. No idea what's happening or why. They don't respond to any emails or calls. They owe me roughly $1,800, so this could be interesting. Oh, my god! I have no worries about landing another job, but I worked hard at this company. I'd like to be compensated. And more recently, he said that uh, he has taken his complaint to the labor board, um, and he might have a, a job possibly lined up this week. But, Travis, we want you to just know, ma'am, that we're, we're hoping for the best for you. Um, <clears throat> anyone in our community, I'm sure all of us have had moments when – We've had job issues or complications, and so uh, our thoughts and our, our prayers are definitely with you, brother. Um, the next person that we wanted to to just remember is Barnaby Butter Barnaby Butterteeth's. Uh, his boss is Kid uh, Ryan Tobin, who is 15 years old and was diagnosed with bone cancer recently. Mm. And uh, Barnaby shared about that recently as well. Uh, I think about a week ago, he did say that they're looking to have a very uphill battle of the next couple months, uh, but they're working with doctor, doctors to find a treatment plan. Uh, and so if you can remember Ryan uh, and his his family for sure uh, during that time, uh, during the next few months, that would be, I think that would that would go a long way yeah, man, to yeah, helping. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the third one that I wanted to share is actually a little bit of good news. Uh, Patrick had actually shared about this on our Discord. Uh, Mike Darty, uh, Splig, at Dopalicious on Twitter. His daughter, Haven, uh, she was in the NICU for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were praying for, for his family, praying for Haven, his daughter. Uh, we actually got an update from Splig today. He said that Haven is growing. Good. She's taking feedings now. The big bowel scare has cleared up, whether it was necrotizing in enterocolitis neck that was the big potentially fatal concern that the doctors had or just an intestinal tear appears to have healed and she's eating and pooping well oh oh, that's that's great that is good news good good man that's awesome hopes are that she's going to actually come home tomorrow yeah awesome so that is that is both uh uh that's a that's a that's a praise actually and a good thing to hear he he also said he thought his update was very appropriate uh, since it it gave them a poop scare. No, he said also this update is very apro- appropriate for the show since it was a poop scare. Oh, uh, <laughs> I get you now. And then he said, "You're welcome, Mark. <laughs> Give you a little well, wink, buddy." And get her Discord channel or a Discord account now, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so that's just some of the people that, you know, if you're if you're the praying kind of person or supportive, good thoughts, whatever you you do to try to help people that you really can't help in a very, you know, direct way. Uh, just remember those those folks. And uh, I know with Mark, uh, your wife uh, was uh, kind of is kind of in a difficult job situation. Uh, do you mind sharing just a, a couple minutes about about that so that people can know? what's going on um yeah without going into too many details um 
basically my wife is having to uh, find another job and find it quickly. Um, it's a long story that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through, but um, it's it's kind of scary. Basically, uh, she's got about a month, and and then you know that's it. She's gotta either transfer somewhere within um, you know the place where she works to like a different department, or just get another job outside entirely. Um, and it's just a very stressful situation. Um, yeah. you know, obviously we know that God is going to provide in this situation. He's going to take care of us. Um, but obviously the unknown is very scary. So, um, and it's just gonna, it's just gonna possibly take a, a funky turn <laughs> the next, you know, month or two. So, um, yeah, just be just be in prayer for her, um, yep, and and just give her peace about the whole situation, and just help her to do her best to to keep plugging along, looking to try to find a job, and um, just help us to trust in in the Lord, and know that He'll provide for sure. Yep. Yeah. Great. Well, we just you know I just wanted to take a few moments. I know it's 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 kind of a, a hard turn from the silly Mister Rogers stuff at the beginning, and then we're going to talk about you know, a bunch of fun stuff in life and, and all that. But I really just wanted to take a moment uh, because our, our podcast is all about connecting with others. And, you know, we have fun and we laugh and, you know, talk about silly stuff and tell poop stories and all that. But at the same time, you know, we're, we're about the real stuff too. And uh, we want to support each other. And so if you could just remember these, these folks in your prayers, remember your thoughts and uh, in your day-to-day, if you get a chance to send uh, some of these folks a message or if you have your own prayer concerns or things, you know, connect with us and uh, we have lots of different ways to connect and uh, we want to be there for you. So, all right. Well, that uh, that wraps up this edition of GMG Community Cornery. Let's move on to uh, what's been going on in our lives lately. Um, why don't we start with some gaming? What's uh, been going on in the gaming area of life? Uh, Mark? Oh, you would start with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was hoping you'd have some Horizon Zero Dawn news for me. And I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where's that gif of Elf going, no. <laughs> it's it's coming, I promise. But I believe you. Um, but yeah, it hasn't, hasn't quite happened yet. Um, I actually just got a subscription to Gamefly. Patrick was talking to me a lot about that. Yeah. Uh, and so I got, got myself, the Gamefly itch. Yep. I got myself a Gamefly subscription. Um, and Modern Warfare actually just came in the in the mail today, or not today, but Saturday actually. Um, so um, I'll probably be playing that a little bit. But you I, have to actually get the disc in the mail. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they roll. Um, it's kind of like old school Netflix. But with Is it like a guy on a horse like ride up with the disc? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> He's like, I hold silver away. Here's your disc. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, they, that's it's more like the traditional old school Netflix style where they mail you the disc. Um, but but it's great. Um I know Patrick, uh, he has two at a time uh, on his plan. I only have one at the moment, but 
Um, but still, it's awesome. And sweet. Um, been getting really excited about uh, obviously uh, some Apex season four yeah. is coming uh, about a week from tomorrow. Um, uh, as of right now, we are recording on Monday the twenty seventh of January. Um, and the battle pass, the new season four battle pass starts uh, February fourth, and uh, which is it's which is crazy. Of... By the way, if you look at the battle pass now, it says there's four weeks left. That's weird. It makes no sense. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. Yeah, they they planned it to end exactly on the year anniversary. We're coming up on a year of oh, Apex right. being out. Right. So, um. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been kind of crazy, and and so a lot of times, like with these types of games, um, with all the updates and stuff that they that these developers put out for these games, a lot of times there's hidden code, um, you know, as they're preparing for new updates, you know, whether it's like a you know a battle pass type of thing where there's seasons and stuff like that, and they're slowly implementing changes and stuff to to prepare for those things and so that allows for certain people called data miners to actually go through the code and find little tidbits of information um to kind of give hints as to what's going to happen into the new Mm, season yeah um and so you know it's long been rumored that there's this particular character uh he's this like robot type character his name is revenant not to be confused with the Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he fights a bear. Um, mm, which that would be cool to put in Apex Legends as bear? well. It would be pretty I might, cool. I might even play it. <laughs> no, Leonardo bear DiCaprio wrestling. fighting the bear. Yeah, fighting a bear. You just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's like this robot character and he's it's long been leaked, but they haven't really provided any um, solid information as to um, you know who this character was. And then finally, this new season comes out and and or is coming up. And usually, with every new season, they introduce a new character, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be Revenant. It's totally going to be him." There have been major hints, kind of kind of hinting at this character coming. And then the devs announce, "Oh, it's this new melee character who is an MMA fighter named Forge." And it's like, "Oh, okay. Well, cool." That's that's awesome. So no revenant, okay. Um, and so they've really been playing up the fact that this guy is like this, you know, space MMA fighter who's decided to go into the Apex games and stuff like that. They've been playing up the real sports angle of it, like introducing his stats uh, compared to other Apex Legends characters and stuff like that. And then they they posted on Twitter that they were going to do this like interview type uh, type thing with. Um, you know, with this like sports network kind of thing uh, to introduce you to the character to to forge, and so it's like an interview style thing. They posted it today, and so the interview's going, and while it's going on, all of a sudden the lights start to flicker, and the interviewer's like, "Well, I guess we're having some sort of technical difficulties," and then the lights come back on, and there's somebody behind Forge while he's talking. And it's definitely Revenant. And mm. he totally comes up, his, his arm turns into this blade, mm. and he straight up stabs Forge in the back. Oof. And and kills him on live television. Oh, man. 
And and of course, All it right. cuts to the the interviewer, and she gets like blood on her face and stuff. Um, and she immediately screams, and then they cut the camera. <laughs> so, um, obviously, I think this was some sort of major misdirect um, to to make people think, oh, it's not Revenant. He's not coming. It's not this guy. Um, I mean, maybe they they still introduce Forge. I don't know, but um, but it was interesting to see. It's like ah, we got you. Um, so I'm I'm excited for it for sure. Um, but that's obviously mainly what I've been playing is 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 Apex. They've been doing the the limited time modes still. Um, the last uh game mode that they're doing uh, it actually ends tomorrow. Um, which was pretty fun. Um, I think they did a great job with these different modes. I think each of each of them were pretty interesting, except for third person mode. That was Hated garbage. That. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna sugarcoat um, it. It was trash. Yep. Uh, Fortnite does it well, but I don't want that for Apex. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, that's that's mainly what I've what I've been playing. But yes, I promise I will get into Horizon Zero Dawn. For sure, it's happening. That's good because I last week bought a copy of it. So. I saw that. <laughs> I uh, I've actually played through it before, but it's one of my top ten games of all time. So I wanted to get a physical copy and uh, want to play through that DLC. And I also maybe I'm asking for punishment, but I want to play through the game on New Game Plus Ultra oh, Hard. Oh my! So yeah, That's we'll see what happens. Right there. Please, sir, may I have another? Yes, sir, you may. <laughs> Speaking of punishment, I have been getting destroyed by Star Walls as of late, mm. Ronnie. And it is absolutely <laughs> it's rough. Am- amazing. Amazingly <laughs> hilarious. For the past week, I downloaded Star Wall and have been playing with my kids, and they've been requesting to play. And it has brought tears to our eyes and laughter. And tears to our eyes in frustration. My son was one heart away from beating me. And I beat him. And I kid you not, he started screaming. I thought he was going to throw the controller. (laughs) He went to the ground and I sent him to his room for being a huge narwhal baby. And then I laughed once he went to his room because it was so funny. That game is hilarious man i love how in that game right before you like stab (laughs) right when you get like really close to the heart it like slows Slows down down. oh it builds the pressure oh man it's ridiculous sometimes you just get get in there and i'm like i'm gonna get you yeah (laughs) yeah it really is a lot of fun when you play it multiplayer i haven't found like outside of like playing it with like your friends or your family like eh, i mean the time trial thing Oh, the it challenges wasn't. are ridiculous. Yeah. There's no way you can oh, go in a straight line. Some of them are ridiculously hard, yeah. The times really are. are ridiculous. They got these like pools of lava that you have to avoid, and it's like you're just like you're squiggling like like a fish <laughs> out of water and you're supposed to be in the water. It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it is hard to control your guy, man. It's oh, it's, it's really super hard, hard controls. But I'm gonna give but, it a whirl. I don't know that I'm gonna get the platinum, but I, I've been I've been enjoying playing it with my kids and uh, seeing their play styles has been amazing. My daughter just yeah, goes like this fun. in a circle. She just spins. <laughs> yeah, she's just like Somebody's I don't know that. what to do, Daddy. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> she just spins <laughs> in a circle. Yeah, it is it is a really really fun game, especially to play with other people. Like I mean, you can't help but like laugh and like, have a good oh, yeah. time with that one. It's fun for sure. So Ronnie, what have you been you've been doing in gaming? We've given you a couple weeks. We've been I missing know. you, brother. I, I am uh, fresh off of my sabbatical. Yeah. 
Nice. And <laughs> and uh, I have I have done some gaming, mostly with my buddies. Um, we beat the Ultimate Alliance that Marvel game. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, got to the end of that. We got to the end of that on the the higher difficulty. And I guess after you beat it, it opens up an additional difficulty, which we're all kind of playing on it now. So, oh, are you? Look um, at you. But yeah, I, and I will say it's it's one of those things where we've all gotten to the point where we know how to play the game, I think. And when you have four players that like all know what they're doing, like we're using all these like synergy moves and stuff off of yeah. each other. So you wreck like, house. Yeah, we do. So, and we kind of cheated because you can go to like chapter select and start over, but you still have all of your characters from your game. Oh, beautiful. So, with your levels, it's like new game plus. <laughs> so new game if plus. we really want to dominate, like just get the higher higher levels, and, and we'll tear them apart. Um, but we beat that. Um, so I bought a game. You know how um, when you buy a game on the Nintendo Switch, so it has like you get like bonus points or bonus dollars, mm-hmm. like when you when you buy. Yep. Nope. So I had like three bucks, uh, and I was just looking at like cheap games to see if there would be anything fun that would be like maybe four player, and I found. A really fun game. Uh, it is called Quest for the Golden Duck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm already in. And <clears throat> sounds special. I'm not really sure what the duck has to do with it yet. I, that maybe you're like gonna get the golden duck at the end. I have no idea. So basically, what it is is it's like Pac-Man, and it's 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 a, that style of like screen, right? So you're just going up, down, sideways, you know, whatever. And you have to collect all the coins on the level. Well, there's like enemies on the level that will, uh, that they like come after you. You can't run into them or you'll die. So if they get close enough to you, they'll start following you. You can actually, like, you're going just a little bit faster than them. So you can actually lose them, but it's like pretty hard. But you can play it four player, uh, co op. You're all basically trying to just collect the coins. Like on some of the, like, the details, like on the level, you can like freeze. The enemy guys for like i don't know like five to seven seconds or something like that mm-hmm. and then you can pick up like this little gem looking thing little candy looking thing and you then turn you, you basically can like kill them but they yeah, just like keep in, going back like in out. real life <clears throat> yeah it gets <laughs> it gets it gets really really hard like we get stumped on it like all the time so sometimes it has to. You have to be like, as a four-player group, you have to be like extremely like strategic in the way that you uh, are actually going about it. So hmm. it is it is fun, but it is pretty difficult at times. But it's a fun game, and it costs fifty-nine cents. Oh, there look you go. out! And wow. it was a blast. Honestly, like we've played it more than once because I figured if we play it one time and have fun, like that's. It's worth sixty cents. You yeah, know? you got you got your money but back. We always end up we revisit it all the time. Like so, it was it was a good nice. buy. Uh, but that's the most recent one I've been playing. Um, I don't think I've really played any other games since then. I played a little bit of Mario Kart, but um, I don't I don't know if I talked about it on here. I bought like the deluxe edition, the Mario yeah. Kart one. You had um, mentioned it, but you hadn't shared it. That's a lot of fun as a party, but I don't really like playing it by myself. It's one of those games. Most of the time, I don't play a ton of games. By myself, yeah. I'm more of a get together with buddies and game type type of person. So, but that's about it. I play a little Rocket League here and there. Sweet, nice. Ronnie. One game that I, I technically haven't played, but going along the lines of Ducks that I think you will like because it has local and online multiplayer. 
it's it's a game called it's literally called Duck Game, and it's basically like eight bit, really crazy Super Smash Brothers type platforming fighting with ducks. Now that sounds awesome. How close to Broforce is this? Because you what you are describing sounds like Broforce, but ducks. Well. Basically, it's not you're not going through a level. It's like think Super Smash you're Brothers just fighting oh, each okay. other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Is that is that on PS4? It's on. It's on PS4. It's on Switch. I think it's on Xbox. Hmm. So oh, yeah. All right. Hmm. Have to check that out. Yeah, for there sure. You go. We know, Ronnie. You're not the only one who's been playing games with your buddies. Patrick and I finally met up this past week. Yeah, and we buddy. we sat down together in separate countries, and <laughs> we separate continents did not play Man of Medan. Oh gosh! After forty five minutes 40... of trying to get connected, forty five minutes we booted up this game and just went back and forth. Okay, I'm going to invite you now. Did you get it? It says you got it. It says it's refreshing. Wait, you're disconnected from the host. Now you try. And 45 <laughs> minutes later, it was like, I'm going to turn off my entire PS4. I'm going to close out the game. I'm going to reset my router. I shut down my house. <laughs> like, I just. <laughs> it's like, it's going to work after this. Turn it all on. The local electrical company, like, hey, can you shut down for like a second? I turned the city off. Shut down, count to on. 30, then turn it back on for me. <laughs> that, that's what I counted. I even counted, Ronnie, and it didn't work. Oh. I was very disappointed. Yeah. So we, I flushed Man of the Medan down the man of the toilet. Down the pooper. I don't, I down the pooper. The, yeah, I got nothing. Yep. I was going to make yep. up something, Struck but it didn't come that. out. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, but we moved on, and we gave Bombcore a try from Jackbox Party Pack 2. Mainly because I have a couple more trophies I wanted to get, and so I just drug Patrick along with me and was like, "Hey, do you want to play this game?" And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> so we played a couple days of work, and pretty much what it is is we both have instructions on our cell phones, and we have to share uh, we have to share rules and information with each other to decide what wires to cut to defuse bombs, make coffee, uh, file paperwork. <laughs> And uh, it's it's kind of comical. Uh, Patrick couldn't listen to any of it because he was getting an echo from my headphones and the the Twitch stream. But we streamed it, and uh, I think people like Ed Placentia and a couple others joined in a little bit with us. But uh, we played through that, and it was I think the last time we'll play it together. That, it, but it was fun, but it was it was good uh, fun. Anxiety driven, like uh. it was, and I. And it, probably the only thing that saved us is I paused the game yeah, so, so that we so could the, cheat. Well, yeah, the, <laughs> the point of the game is you have a countdown timer and you have to defuse so many bombs before the timer counts down to zero. And Lucas yeah. is like, all right, I'm just going to pause the game so the countdown stops and we can read our instructions. Let's discuss <laughs> how we're going to do this. I'm actually, I think now I'm on day nine. I'm doing. I'm just doing it on my own. I think I'm going to yep. get to the end because uh, I think there's like five more days. I just want to get the trophy so I can say I beat it and be done with it. But it's good times. Nice. But you'll be happy to know, Ronnie, that Patrick and I are going to pay, play through Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 over the coming weeks for our Ooh. Marvelous Thursday Twitch streams. 
every Thursday night. Nine. <clears throat> that game is so fun. PM Eastern. Yeah, it's gonna be a good that time. I'm excited. Really it's good yeah. stuff. You guys are gonna play it on the hard though, right? Um, You're not gonna do the thing. I tried to convince Patrick. He's a baby. Where you play he it on my little on pony baby. mode? Yeah, he wants to play on my <laughs> little pony mode. I'm gonna play it on the the easiest mode possible. Yeah, so he can just give the controller to Clark and look at social media while <laughs> Clark does the killing for him. Ah, busted. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Patrick, yeah. besides our fun gaming that we did together, what other gaming have you been doing, my uh, friend? Lots of walking, I hear. Well, yeah. Uh, Delivering packages. Yeah, Death Stranding. Uh, it started off uh, like awful. And I had, I had mentioned it last week. It was It was awful. And... Uh, I got past episode three, and there's 14 chapters, and I got to right. chapter 12, and then the credits start rolling. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. I had to look. I had to Google it. I was like, wait a second. This is, and I remembered, I remembered Metal Gear Solid 4, where you think you finished the game, yep. and then three exact hours of cutscenes later, then it's, then it's ended. Uh Kojima's like, how many times can I roll credits and trick them into thinking they're finished? And I was, That's obnoxious. And I was talking to, yeah. to to Mark, and I'm like, I I was I finished it about 11:45 uh, at night, and 1:30 rolls around, and there's still cutscenes. And <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I, and it was wow. one, it was 1:15. I was like, all right, I'm gonna give this 15 more minutes, and then I'm, uh-huh. I'm turning this off. 130 rolled around. I remember when we did that with Broforce. I was like, screw this. I was like, Alexa, turn off the man cave. Dang it. Oh, no. She's going to do it, isn't she? Did you mean man cave? (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, just kidding. Abort, abort, abort. Um, So uh, so I I turned it off, went to bed, and then the next next night I turned it back on, and, you know, another hour and a half of cutscenes. Credits are still rolling. Finally, it ended. However, during that, like, three hours of cutscenes, was a ton of uh, story that they finally pieced together. Because throughout the story, you get snippets and flashbacks and things like that. And at the end, they show all that. They give you, they put them all together, make it a cohesive story um, for all those flashback scenes. And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And and even though it was just like three hours of cutscenes, it totally... There's like a, a twist in there that just like threw me off, and I just put my hands over my face, and I was like, "Can are you serious? Are you serious right now?" And because because and it it all led up to it. It was like from episode four all the way to episode four or uh, chapter four to chapter fourteen. Uh, it was a crescendo. It never led up, and it was so awesome. Hmm. Um, nice. The climax was fantastic, and that's and I would and. I'm like, wow, this is, I can understand now why this is one of the game of the years from 2019. Uh, I know there was a lot of, you know, internet hate or whatever about the Game Awards and Kojima and Jeff Keighley and all that. But, I mean, if you you put all that aside, this game was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Actually, no, I lied. I didn't, I didn't love the first three uh, chapters. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it, it, it was good. I would I would give it out of ten out of ten, a ten out of ten. Really, I was nice. I would, it was it was one of those where I was like for the if you can get past the the first three chapters, which is like I would say ten to fifteen hours, maybe longer. 
Goodness gracious. Yeah. The old 15-hour college try. I am so oh, yeah. I'm so glad I got past it, though. It's like a whole semester, 15 credit hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was really good. Um, there was like a, a – there, you can go for a – I was going to go for a platinum because I think I got like 70% of the trophies. But it was, hey, now that all the all, – now that you're done with the game – uh, do all the deliveries that you missed. And I'm like, no, I didn't miss those deliveries. I chose not to do those because those are boring. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I wasn't going yeah. to... I, I uh, ended that and I sent it back to Gamefly. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I YouTubed that game because that's, to me, that's just obnoxious. Like, tons and tons and tons of cutscenes. Yeah, I think it, but I mean, this, like I said, the story was great from what I saw, but not worth the t- the energy for me, at least. Yeah, basically, it was just like, hey, here's a game to get you to the next cutscene. That's basically what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but huh. yeah, um, and then uh, so last week, the last couple of weeks, I've been telling you about the Super Mario Deluxe that my son and I have been trying to beat, but he has kept deleting it and <laughs> so so this past week we finally beat it we got all the star coins nice finished all the levels in superstar road and finished it and then nice so we were i Congrats. was i was so happy is this a is this like the 2d side scroll it one? is yeah yeah that game's so it's fun, awesome dude. yeah well it really is clark fun. he's nabbit all the time because he's invincible yeah you can't die basically unless you fall yeah. off um, which is tough, like on the uh, other, like I think it's like the moraine clouds. Like you're on a, you're on clouds the entire time. So there's a lot of times he falls to his death many times. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, hey, buddy, just bubble, just just bubble up. And he just like, there's, so there's, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, when there's multiple players, you can hit both triggers on the on the controller, and you'll just like. Um, levitate in it looks like a like a bubble like uh when you're blown yeah and uh so the other players can actually con- continue on in the in the level and the other person doesn't have to do it they're just in a bubble um yeah did did you know that when that care when that character if you were to like hit a box and like a flower or a heart or a mushroom comes out and if he collects it he gets a life. Yes, I would let him collect like, all of it's those. It's a life every single yeah. time. Yeah. As long as you don't die in that level and you finish that level, you get you get all those as one ups. Yeah. So so yeah, hmm. uh, I, we finished it with ninety nine lives. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Nice. <laughs> well, actually, there is. We would go. We would go back to the uh, first world level, world one one, and each time you finish that level. Each one of us would get like 10 lives. So we went back there to get a whole bunch of lives because once we got to Moraine Clouds, he was dying all the time. So we yeah. needed for him to get a whole bunch of those levels or a whole bunch of those one-ups. Um, so we finished that and then Clark's like, hey, let's do the green one. I'm like, what do you mean the green one? Apparently, there's also Super Luigi Bros in this game. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. So in the main menu... Uh, when you select your mode up in the top left, it says Super Luigi Bros. And Mario's not in this version. It's Luigi is the main character. And it is all the same worlds and levels, but the levels are drastically different and they're harder. 
Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hmm. I'm going to check that out. I did not know. <laughs> yeah. So now that we've beaten the Mario Bros, we're now moving on to Luigi Bros. All right. And I am happy to say that we beat that tonight. Yay! Yay. Now, we beat the game. We haven't got all the star coins yet. So that's what. Get back to work. Yeah. Once we, once we get all the star coins, then. I will say that I have beaten the game. So I've gotten one, one done. So I said I wanted to, to finish 12 games with Clark. We got one down, We're working on the second one. Very nice, yeah. man. So I did not know it had that option. I'm going to have to check that I, out. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I, it's, it's like tucked away in the top left corner. I didn't, you don't even, it, it just looks like it's part of the menu or part of the graphic. Um, I didn't know you could select it. So yeah. Hmm. Looking forward to Good that. Good job, Clark. Making up. Yeah, have for, you ever played uh, that with four players? Uh, we I've played it with three when um, either Claire or Mel uh, jumps in, and it is chaos. We're jumping all over yeah. everyone, and you know because you can jump on. Top we always of end them. up playing with four, and it is rough. <laughs> you can pick up other players and throw I know. them. You can throw them off. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. It's a good time. Punishing. All right. Well, in my gaming life, uh, I am still digging Control. Uh, it's still a very creepy game uh, where I'm just running around uh, trying to figure out what in the world is going on. There are voices and there are people telling me that I am now the director of some mysterious organization. I still don't quite understand what the organization is. There are red-faced people called the Hiss running around and shooting at me, so I shoot back at them. Um, Story-wise, I still have no idea what's going on, but the gun, the gunplay and the exploration is pretty fun. Uh, and nice. on top of that, it has like this Jedi, like just imagine playing Jedi Fallen Order, except you have a lightsaber in one hand and you have, not a lightsaber, you have force powers in one hand and the other hand you have a, a gun instead of a lightsaber. And that gun can change into a shotgun, a pistol, a sniper rifle. Uh, it's been really cool. As I've been unlocking powers and unlocking uh, gun forms, you can change your gun's form and it changes the style of gun it is. And so it has this very much Jedi gunfighting game feel to it that I did not know I wanted. But now that <laughs> I've been playing it, I like it. I Sweet. like it a lot. I just So when you run, when you run out of bullets, you just pick up garbage or pick up concrete or a garbage can or a fire hydrant and you throw it at people and kill fools it's fun i thought you were gonna say something oh, Patrick. yeah Sorry. no i just since I, I sent back a death strain and i just got control so that is yeah. next on the list nice. nice yeah he did look like he was gonna say something though i thought the same he's like uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so i've been having fun playing that and on top of that i've pretty much completely uh played that game on stream so I've been streaming like a beast for the past week and a half, two weeks. Um, I will say that the puzzles have kind of tripped me up sometime, but actually Mr. Music Shooter himself, Frankie, has come to my rescue uh, a couple times and uh, helped me out. So shout out to Frankie for helping me out. And uh, in the midst of all this streaming, I have reached affiliate status. Oh. Yes. Congrats, so now bro. it's time to get my 50 cent check in the mail after six months of streaming. I'm looking forward to getting that. Not really. Good luck. Don't but, spend it all in one place. 
I know. I'll try not to. I might get if that get uh, golden cents. duck game. Yeah, you're already making more than we plan, and we're making on this podcast. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> but uh, it's been really cool to get that, and uh, just be streaming. And every day I get to talk to somebody new. I've I've talked to stupidly epic while he's been making breakfast, and uh, talk. I, Jonathan was on a stream one time uh, that there Sheldor. So it's been good times. Good times indeed. You know, it's not you will been not good. be disappointed in, in what the quest for the golden duck. I will tell you what. Well, once I get that fifty-nine cent check in the mail from Twitch, Boom. that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get if that. It's really fifty-nine cents that you game. get. I mean, it is fate that you were to buy the game. I think it would. <laughs> I think it would be fate for sure. Uh, so streaming has been going well. Real life has not been going well. Uh, my car got assassinated last week on Wednesday, da, da, da. and for those that saw the picture on Discord or Twitter, it looked like Agent Forty Seven Hitman shot my car there was blood all over the ground steam coming out of my radiator apparently in brazil it's a practice when you go to the gas station and they say hey do you want to want me to check out under the hood of your car uh there's been a canister that from time to time they've put water in it and i don't know anything about cars and so i trusted these uh, gas station attendants to do what's best uh, but I found out after a time, if you just keep letting them put water and you don't put radiator fluid back in instead, uh, it will start to boil and your engine will not get cool and it will overheat. I was driving home from dropping my family off and the gas station attendant's like, uh, your temperature's really high in your car. And he popped the hood and started to slowly twist the cap on the radiator and that's when the steam just started coming out it started spraying water and radiator fluid uh, and yeah. i al- i almost pretty much destroyed my engine just by overheating it and not properly uh putting in radiator fluid so i got that thing flushed out and got it set to go but uh <laughs> so that fluid actually also like lubricates as well like a coolant well. yes <laughs> so water yep. is like a temporary like you're in trouble and you need to fill it up that's a good solution for like a one time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, so you uh, caught it before the engine actually exploded. Yeah. So that was good. That is good. Dodged the bullet there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely affected the AC. Uh, it the AC broke, and then we got it fixed, and now it's still not running a hundred percent. We definitely want to do whatever it takes to get it back to pretty good shape, and then our plan is to sell the car and uh, get a little upgrade here in the next week or two. That is the hope nice. and prayer. Nice. But that's been real life for me. What has real life been doing in your guys' life? Patrick, you look like you're either going to sneeze or you want to share a little bit of real life I, with us. I have zero. Okay, great. <laughs> this, this past week has been very <laughs> mundane. A lot, of, a lot of my real life has been hanging out with uh, Clark and playing Mario. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's not a bad life. Awesome. Yeah. That makes sense considering you've played through Mario Brothers three times and Luigi. <laughs> we Brothers are playing once. the mess out of it. <laughs> How about you, Mark? Any real life stuff been going on? Uh, other than what has been previously mentioned, no. It's pretty much the status quo for hmm. me. Nothing too crazy going on right now. Ronnie, uh, do you want to just jump right to it? The real life thing? The jump right life. to what? Uh, you asked somebody a question, didn't you, recently? Yep. Yep. And uh, what was her response? Nope.
<laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> it's a big fat lie. Uh, that you is know a what? Lie. We'll accept that transition yes. to our topic Yay! of proposals. Woo! <coughs> Congratulations, Ronnie. Thank you. To catch you up, folks. Last week, Ronnie skipped the show because he had more important things to do. Proposing to Elizabeth. And we this can't wait to hear is, all about it. This is true. And I do want to hear your guys' proposal stories after this. But if you don't have a good proposal story, maybe you should go first because I feel like I did a pretty bang-up <laughs> oh, job. Oh no. Did you? <laughs> no. Nice. Yeah, you go first. I want to hear all about it. All right. So I have been considering proposing to her for, man, it's been, it actually probably has been a couple of months uh, when I first started thinking about it, like a lot. Mm-hmm. And a couple things I had to, like, I guess, like, get out of the way. So I, I believe in the old-fashioned, you know, I I told her I had to go into work early one day, um, and I didn't. I actually went and met her dad for breakfast <laughs> and uh, nice. had breakfast with him. And, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we talked for an hour, hour and a half, and it was really good, you know, of course. And I, I asked him, you know, because I wanted his blessing going forward. And uh, and I got that, and it was a really good breakfast awesome. and everything. And, you know, when I finally told her that, she was really happy that, you know, I did all that and everything. And uh, <clears throat> so I was trying to figure out when the right way or, like, when the right time was to do it. And I was thinking for a while, she used she was working weekends for a little while, like either a Saturday or a Sunday. So I was thinking, oh, like I'll, I'll go meet her dad one day she's off, and then, you know, maybe another day, like a Saturday, like I will – ask her once she gets home from work. So I got the idea that I was going to, um, I was going to do one of two things. I was either going to do a very mellow, just us, you know, um, ask her when we were at home or, um, I had this like scavenger hunt type idea that I was kind of like working over in my head, like over a couple of weeks, you know, well, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, she had to work and I didn't. So it ended up working out really well. She was at work and I got up early. Like I was like cleaning up the house and stuff like that. And I set this, this whole thing up. So when she got home, well, first I will tell you that when she was on her way home, wait, let me back up even a little further than that. <laughs> uh-huh. We're with you. So man. I never know. Like, I never know how, like how long she's going to be at work if she has to like work on a holiday or a weekend. Cause it's not really like a set in stone day. Right. So I had to get up and I was like, okay, she'll probably at the earliest, maybe be home like around three. So I was like, I got to have everything ready to go at three, like for sure. So I get all of it done. Like four rolls around five rolls around and like I'm sitting on the couch like playing games like oh man this this suspense is killing me here yeah and then she finally like I think she got off at like five or something so I sat around for like a couple of hours like just in anticipation and when she was on her way home I told her I said hey like I got you a little something that came in the mail today like um you know nothing big but I left you I left you uh instructions on you'll see him when you walk in so just follow the instructions and she's like, well, why can't you just give it to me? And I was like, you just have to follow the instructions and I'll give it to you. There was no little thing that came in the mail. Technically, it was a little thing. <laughs> but um, I didn't want her just to think right away that it was it was a proposal. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I wanted her to be surprised. Mm-hmm. So when she walked in, there were um, there were like five post-it notes. Like when you walk in through the garage, like our stairs are right there. And there were like five post-it notes right there on the ledge. 
and the first one said like stop like in all caps and then it said follow these instructions uh carefully um i wrote i'm glad i wrote this down (laughs) (laughs) uh it says stop follow the instructions below put your stuff down stop looking at me because i was sitting in the living room which is right there and i put go upstairs to your computer no questions so of course in her fashion uh she puts down her stuff walks into the kitchen anyways which lucky for me, I had nothing set up in the kitchen. She's like, I got to plug in my Apple watch real quick. I was like, if you only knew, but, uh, so, uh, she goes upstairs and, um, in her, in her den, in her office, basically I had a note posted on the wall. So sit down in your computer chair. And then when you sit down in the computer chair and she turns like towards the computer, there's a note on the computer desk that says, turn on your monitor. So on the monitor, I did like, um, I basically typed up this like this big document, and it basically said like I want to tell you some of the things that I love about you. It ended up being like two pages of like bullet points, and nice. at the bottom of that, it said, "Now I want you to go downstairs into our bathroom and look at the mirror." Oh, and I also put like side note: notice the note next to the cat. Uh, litter box and I put a little note there on the wall like a pie and it just said like after I said all these things that I love about her like it even said like I kind of even love the cat too but don't tell her <laughs> <clears throat> so she gets into that she she gets into the mirror and the mirror was we have this this big mirror that goes it's probably like five feet wide it's the whole like wall of that part of the bathroom and it's probably like you know four feet tall or something like that uh, so I filled that up with things that I want and it was like future stuff. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think by the time she read the things that I love about her, like in her office, like sh- when she walked by me, like I could tell that she was <laughs> pretty suspicious at that point. Um, so the mirror was filled up with all kinds of things that I wrote and, uh, it took her a while in there. And I realized now it took her a while because she knew what was happening when, after she was reading some of these, she had to kind of gather herself a little bit which means it worked. Nice. <laughs> um, but then there's like a side mirror, which is one of those medicine cabinet mirrors. And this was like the second mirror she's supposed to read. And it says, uh, it says after, after reading the first mirror, now I want you to come see me in the living room. And it says no questions. And then I wrote the next question is mine. So at that point is when she stopped <laughs> and like, like gathered herself for a little bit. Cause once she walked into the bathroom, like you can't see the living room then. Uh, I like, I got down on my knee, right. And I was waiting for her to walk in. Well, the funny thing is, is I didn't really think about her baby having to gather herself. So I got down on one knee (laughs) fairly early, (laughs) fairly early. And, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, like, since you get older, stuff like getting down on, oh yeah, not as easy, (laughs) not as easy. All that weight starts to become a struggle after about 60 seconds. Oh man. Yeah. When you're a kid, you could like sit any way possible, but when you're an adult, like you got to like knee down. And I was like, man, I was there for like five minutes. It's like, man, I should have, I should just be standing when she comes out My and then I'll asleep. get down on one knee. Come on, yeah. here. hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> and then I had like, I had music playing the whole time. So it was like, uh, we really like to listen to like, almost like, I don't know, like old school, like, you know, romantic style of music, you know, um, like can't help but falling in love by Elvis is like one of the songs, right? Like mm-hmm. it's such a great song. So yes. I had like a, a, I held a playlist like set up with songs. And the funny thing is, is my phone was dying. 
seemed like rapidly because I was be- I was nervous about it. And like after all of that, you know, after you know, I was down on one knee, obviously, and I, I asked her to marry me. She said yes, and yeah. then we kind of hugged it out and everything. And uh, I think I by the time I got back to my phone, there was like two percent left, and I was like, man, plan that out perfectly. Wow, nice. <laughs> um but yeah it was good it was really good she was uh she was surprised she did not know it was coming then well done we are actually going on a cruise and uh at the end of february and i think i think maybe she thought that i was going to wait for that but i i've been telling her this whole time like i <laughs> i kept telling her that i had secrets and that the secrets were starting to pile up a little bit which was not true honestly at all uh there was only like three secrets the whole time <clears throat> but i wanted her to like continue to guess right and she did say that she's like, I didn't want to continue like thinking about it. I just, I wanted to be surprised. I didn't want to like, you know, try to keep guessing every time I thought that it was going to happen. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I thought it was a, kind of the perfect day. It was a Monday. It was kind of out of nowhere. Like I wanted her to be surprised. And I think I, I think I did a pretty good job surprising her. That's awesome. Well done. Well, Congrats, yeah, well done. man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I kept telling her the whole time. I said, you would know what I'm going to do is you just have to understand my style. Because, like, my style is, like, I, like, I don't know. Like, I've always gone by the, uh, you know, if you don't, like, maybe leave little cute notes or say, like, little cute things to your spouse. You know what I mean? Just, like, those little bitty things that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's just kind of the stuff that I like to do. Like, I'll leave a little note. Like, sometimes she'll go to bed. I'll put, like, a Post-it note out in her car, like, on her speedometer right there. So she sees it in the morning, like, you know. Um, so, no, it was totally, like, right up my alley of things <laughs> to do. Nice. So Awesome. <clears throat> but yeah, that was uh, it was it was awesome. So I am uh, engaged to be married. Well, congrats! Yes, you are, as they say, uh, and what is it, like affianced or something like that? What I was really what? hoping Mark was going to bail me out of this. Isn't it like affianced is like engaged to be married because like she's your fiance? Uh, Actually, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Hmm. That sounds Sorry. like you're in doubt. Like ah, fianced. Oh, no. I mean, if I didn't look like a crazy person, I would have asked her a lot earlier. <laughs> I asked her to move in with me after like two months. I mean, if I wasn't like, that wasn't a dead indicator that I was crazy in love with her already. Yeah. So, I mean, we me waiting eight months too is like, that's a bang up job on my end because I'm impulsive as could be. Yeah. So, I held out as long as I could. Awesome, man. We commend you for that. Yeah. Congrats, man. Well, yeah. Uh, I think, Ronnie, you wanted to hear some other proposal stories, and I think we should continue on with Melanie Novacell. <clears throat> yeah, all right. Who said, I think our engagement story is pretty funny. I'm sure you'll tell it. So, Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> tell us. Let's go in there, Mr. Feely. <laughs> be Mick like, Feely. Nope. Not telling you. Mick Feely. <laughs> Mick Feely. <laughs> it's Mick Feely to you, yeah. sir. Yeah, so uh, it was the summer of 2006, and uh, Mel and I had been dating since 2001, so it's been, been about five years. Uh, I had just graduated from college. Uh, she still had one year left, um, So, and we went down to <clears throat> Florida. It was me and her her best friend and um, her best friend's boyfriend at the time. So it was just the four of us. Uh, we stayed at like a, a days in or a, one of those like cheap classy, yeah, $60 yes. a night kind of thing. Um, and we stayed down there for, uh, for uh, several days. And 
my plan was to do it down there. So I had brought the ring. I knew what I was going to do. You know, I talked to um, um, her best friend's uh, boyfriend, uh, you know, like, I can't tell, you can't tell her because her best friend is one of those, you know, people that will, you know, like, she'll tell her, she'll tell her, yeah. she'll, she'll start yeah. to get like, you know, weird around her or give her like wink, <coughs> winks, you know, and uh-huh. so I was like, all right, you can't tell her. <laughs> She's not to be trusted. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, I am telling you this and you cannot tell anyone. So, um, I was like, well. It was supposed that and during that time that we had like it was a hurricane down there or like a tropical storm, uh, and the tropical storm had like broken up and it dissipated, and we had this beautiful sunset. Uh, it was one of those sunsets where it was like orange and yellow and red with a little bit of uh, uh, clouds in the sky. It was mm-hmm. it was beautiful. So I was like, tonight's the night. Um, what I need you to do is I need you to take the camera. Uh, and act like we're going to take a picture in this sunset and I'm mm-hmm. going to, um, I'm going to do it, do it then. I was like, make sure you don't tell her. I want you to keep her away, you know, her, her, uh, her best friend away because I want you to take a picture uh, of us as I'm doing it. I, you know, I kind of want to remember this, you know? Uh, so, um, we, uh, we we're standing there sunset behind us and I start doing the, monologue you know like telling all the things like we got into the way the way you did it with all of your notes and your and your bullet points on the and everything like like that i did that you know verbally to her to her face and as soon as i started to do to do that you know she she knew it was happening she knew it was happening and i did the post-it notes and stuff by the way because i knew that i would totally screw all of it up (laughs) yeah (laughs) if i tried to go through it like i really would have i would have it would have been a disaster I love lamp. I love I love carpet. Peppered it with like Seinfeld <laughs> I love quotes. Your face and... a lot. <laughs> uh, so uh, so we were standing there and we had got gotten our picture taken. We as as we were like getting ready to take the picture, I was doing the you know the monologue, and then we smiled for the picture. And after her best friend had taken the picture, you know I was about to get down on one knee. As she was, after she took the picture, she came running over to us and she was like, my turn and kind of pushed us out of the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and what a disaster. No! And I was like, uh, uh, well, that kind of ruined the moment. So for the next. So Mel thought you were going to propose and she realized the moment was ruined. And then also. the moment was ruined. So she, she knew, she knew what was happening. She knew uh, what was going to happen. But for like the next half hour, I didn't ask because the the moment was absolutely <laughs> ruined. Oh no! Oh no! And I look, I, I look over at uh, her boyfriend, and he was just like shaking his head, like "I'm sorry, dude. I totally did not keep her away." Uh, so uh, we stayed. We watched the sunset, and which was beautiful. Um, and then her uh, best friend and her boyfriend had walked up to back up to the hotel and Mel and I had stayed back. And right when we were about to, about to walk up, you know, I grabbed her and I got down on one knee and I popped the question. And, uh, it was, uh, even though it was, um, you know, kind of ruined, it kind of, it made it that much more memorable. Um, so, so we had, we had, uh, 
after I proposed to her, then there was like a hammock right next to us. And we just laid in the hammock for like the next ha- next hour, just like in love. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It was it was cool. It was beautiful. We have we have that picture that was taken. It is in our bathroom. I don't know if you guys had remember seeing that in our bathroom uh, when you guys were in town. Uh, but we have that up there. Uh, and it, every time I look at it, it reminds me of her best friend just coming over. Ah, it's my turn. Get out of the way. <laughs> now, none of us does, probably does... seen it. What's that? As none of us probably seen it when we were oh, at your yeah. house. We were all probably yeah. on Discord. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's not at eye level. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Now, does does her best friend now know that she ruined that moment? Oh, yeah. We, we, we told her. and it's and she is still her best friend so uh no love lost there all was forgiven yep but it was good that's good uh but uh mark how about you man before you go mark i i want to mention that you made me think of something pat like um a few months back elizabeth had said basically if you need to know anything like talk to my best friend sarah because they've had all these conversations, right, about what they want and all these things. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, I don't know. Maybe a couple, couple months, month and a half back, I when I I was ready to, you know, uh, basically start the process. I I messaged her on Facebook and I said, okay, so I'm ready. What does she want in a proposal? And her friend Sarah's response was, uh, I don't really remember. That's it. <laughs> That's wow. what I I was like, thanks. All right, back to square one. All on me again. Best friend. <laughs> after I told Elizabeth that, after the whole thing, she's like, oh, what? She's like, I told her what I wanted. We talked about it for hours. <laughs> I'm sorry that your best friend can't remember anything. I want to rethink Apparently, it didn't mean that much. Mm. Yeah, so. <laughs> Um, I, I proposed to Kristen, uh, right around Christmas time. It was actually two days before Christmas 2016. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, I am also, uh, old fashioned. I went to her parents, uh, you know, without Kristen knowing, uh, I went to you know, her parents and asked for their blessing and they were absolutely excited. Um, and of course gave me their blessing. Um, you know, I bought the ring and everything. Um, and, uh, her sister actually kind of gave me this idea of, um, what, you know, since it was right around Christmas time, what if you surprised her in a Christmas present? And, and this is how, this is how I did it. Um, so we, we got a Christmas ornament that said on it first christmas engaged 2016 Ooh. and so um the way it worked was um we actually had um at at our church um it was their quote-unquote christmas eve service even though it was you know the day before christmas eve uh-huh. um don't ask me how that works but it did <laughs> um <laughs> christmas eve um, eve <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh you know, of course, several people, like including her parents and and her sister, and uh, you know, all those people, like they knew that this was going down. And so, after this whole Christmas service that we did, um, the pastor was like, "Oh yeah, we got to break everything down. We've got to put it all away right now." And we're like, "Oh gosh!" So we're having <laughs> to break down all of this stuff. And 
uh, I just visibly, I remember my, uh, Kristen's dad, um, running across the, the sanctuary with these Christmas trees, trying to hurry up and put these trees away because he, because we knew that we were heading back to the house to open presents. Um, and, and so, um, <laughs> so everybody's rushing, putting this stuff away. And then finally we, we head back to the house and everybody starts opening presents and uh we made it so that the last person to open a gift uh was was Kristen and that gift was the ornament and and so she saw first christmas engaged and i had had the 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 ring box hidden away so that i could turn around and grab it and when she'd open the gift and and look up there i would be with the ring box and then get down on one knee nice uh so so i did that um of course when i got down on one knee well i started talking and she's like in absolute shock <laughs> and 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 never goes start, the way you wanted to go <laughs> yeah and i start and i start talking i start giving the monologue and stuff and she's like i can hear her going just say it just do it just say it. <laughs> <laughs> do it i know you love me and, just say it <laughs> And and so I, I get down one on one knee, I open the box, to to you know say will you marry me? Uh, of course the ring has fallen out of its place. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, awesome! And, and so obviously you know I look and I see it's out of place. I put it back in. And I'm like ah, will you marry me? <laughs> and and of course she said yes, and and the rest is history. And the best part about this is. There is a video of it. Uh, oh, so beautiful! So Never I will it. I will post it later um, nice. on our on our Twitter page. Uh, I'll have to go looking for it, um, but uh, there is video of it, and um, yeah, that's pretty much how it went. Awesome! That's a good idea. That's good. Nice. That's a good idea with the Christmas ornament too. Yeah, I, I I can't take the credit for that. That's that's my my sister in law Morgan. That's some good uh, help, yeah. man. My help sucked. <laughs> yes, Sarah. <laughs> good so, job. So, Lucas, you are you are up next, sir. All right. So, you guys are going to get to hear. One. I know this is going to be good. Two proposals <laughs> from me mm. to my wife. She, I loved her so much and love her so much that I proposed to her two times. Oh, she was that special to me. And there was probably, I want to say, two years apart between the proposals. Oh, man, Um, she's really playing hard to get. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it's so much her playing hard to get or me just being an idiot. So Mm. uh, I knew this was going to be good. Yeah, so let's start with the first (laughs) proposal. Um, So it's the end of my junior year, and... um, I, we, we've already talked about marriage. We've been dating for like two and a half years during college. And I, I went to a Christian college. The understanding there is, is you get your degree, you graduate, and then that summer you get married. So we're already talking about marriage for the following year. Um, that, I think, leading up to that summer, my dad had given me uh, my mother's engagement ring. Uh, she, for, for those who hadn't listened before, she passed away when I was 11. But my dad had kept that ring, and so he gave me that ring, awesome. and he said, you know, I'm sure, Lucas, you want to use this for, you know, pop of the question to Mindy someday, 
And I'm like, for sure. And so he gave me that ring. And then, of course, I'm also old-fashioned, and I uh, had a meeting. I'm, I would say I would even more old-fashioned, kind of like Ronnie, where I didn't meet with the parents. I met with the father and uh, my now father-in-law, John. And I don't even remember where we met or where we where we talked. I just remember that I was really nervous. Even though I know he liked me, there was just a part of me like, okay, man, don't don't screw up this blessing. Like, <laughs> you, you want the blessing. You want the approval. And that kind of stuff. And I remember meeting yeah. with him, talking with him. And it was more just a formality. Like, we had a good relationship from the beginning. Like, our, Mindy tells a story that when uh, we were first dating our freshman year, that uh, I invited her to my house in my hometown probably a month after we started dating. And she knew that her dad would not let her go on an overnight uh, during her freshman year of college with a boyfriend that she's only had for a month. And he said yes. And she was Whoa. like, what? Uh, you're supposed to say no. <laughs> I'm not supposed to go <laughs> stay the night at my boyfriend's house that I just started dating a month ago. And uh, it's just always been kind of like, you know, I've just always had a good relationship with her parents. So the asking of the parents was kind of a, a no-brainer, but it still was something that I wanted to do to get the, ble- you know, to have their blessing. Um, so from there, I... Uh, had the stone on my mother's engagement ring removed and put on a new band mm-hmm. and uh, that I that I got at a local jeweler place down the street. And then the summer before our senior year, uh, I tried to be very nonchalant and knowing that she's a very private person, kind of like uh, Ronnie, uh, I think with Elizabeth, I wanted to be intimate. I wanted to be, you know, yeah. in a place not in public with a bunch of people watching. and uh, mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I just ordered our favorite food from our favorite Mexican place, Fiesta Mexicana, and I had my roommate dress up in a like a maitre d' uh, outfit, and he was our server, our what waiter. A good sport. And I know he was. A, <laughs> it's a good friend, man. Is <laughs> a good roommate, and so he waited on us and served us our Mexican food. How'd you How'd you uh, pull that off? With my roommate, yeah, a hundred dollars. He owed me a favor. Yeah, I sold him. I, I, sold he, him I made him some case. pencil cases. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I made him some pencil cases. Uh, so he he <clears throat> took care of us there. We had a nice little dinner together, and then after that, we walked downstairs um, into a candlelit room with a, a flower petal path to a candlelit room where my apartment mate was playing a guitar. And he was playing More Than Words by Mr. Big. I think I'm That's remembering it. that right. Or no, 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 no. More Than Words is Extreme. Extreme, thank you. I get yep. Mr. Big. Uh, he's another one from the 80s ballads. Yeah, from yep. Extreme. Uh, More Than Words by Extreme. Uh, I sang it to her an octave lower than I should have because my voice could not go that high. And uh, I didn't want to go falsetto <laughs> while I was, you know, <laughs> you being romantic. More Than Words. But yeah, I sang to her. That's awesome. And saying uh, more than words by extreme. This and is then the I first proposal. This is the first proposal. Okay. All right, <laughs> I'm following. Asked her to asked her to marry me, and of course she said yes. I mean, you yeah. can resist. After you can resist. You singing to them, singing nice. more than words. I mean, come on. Uh, and so we were engaged. All was good, and then that following March, we broke up. Oh no! Uh, for a for <laughs> a ple- ple- plethora of reasons, um, plethora. plethora. 
Um, I was struggling with life, with ministry. I was having a lot of doubts. Um, she was kind of like, you know, she was my college sweetheart. Um, and, you know, like I said earlier, we had this struggle with, you know, the expectation for students and for, you know, for when you graduate, you got married afterwards. And we were like, are we just doing this because that's what you do? Like, are we just going through the motions? And I think within all that, it just kind of laid some seeds of doubt. And we we decided to uh, to just go on a break, break up, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we were, we didn't talk very much after we graduated and we had like a good six, seven, eight months where we just went our separate ways. We weren't really sure Mm. what God wanted us to do. Um, when it, when we look back and when it came down to it, we really needed to just to make sure that our hearts and minds were in the right place that we truly were choosing to love and be with each other, not because of some expectation or because we, you know, it's the thing you're supposed to do after college. Uh, and, and also, to it was God's way of challenging us to make sure that we were putting him first, that we were um, living for him first. Um, and, and so it was, a good, it was a good healthy break. You know, nothing crazy happened, and, um, you know, we didn't go off dating a bunch of people. But at the same time, we, we made sure— that we were making the right decision. So uh, almost a year after uh, we had broken up and we had begun talking a couple months before, like in November, December, um, Valentine's Day was coming around. And I was like, okay, we got to hop right to this. I again talked with my father-in-law. And, you know, after the breakup and the ended engagement, which we broke the marriage off the day before, the wedding invitations were going to go out. Oh, wow. So it was yeah. like to the wire yeah. of getting to the point where, you know, people were going to be upset and money was going to be spent. Um, but, you know, during all that time, that almost year that we were apart, uh, Mindy kept getting um, uh, these signs from God through scripture, through life, through people's words that always told her that there was hope. And I had totally moved on. I was like, I don't really think God wants me to be with her and, and all this stuff. But God brought us back together. We rekindled our relationship. And then I went to visit her on a Valentine's Day where she lived. And I totally botched this one up almost oh, no. 60% of the way. For one, it was during... It was time. during Lent. No, I didn't sing. I didn't <laughs> sing this time. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I botched it up that much. I, I just a little bit. So we had a, a romantic dinner together, except I didn't eat. As weird as this sounds, because that, it does sound weird. Yes, it's very. But weird. you just stared at her the whole time while she I ate. I just I just talked with her and let her eat, and I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna worry. Have conversation. She she still brings it up to this day how awkward <laughs> that Valentine's dinner was, and the reason I didn't eat girls is because girls always want to be the only one eating. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Do you, are you trying to make me feel fat? <laughs> yeah, that that comes up from time to time, but during that time it was Lent. Uh, you know, when you usually, when some people give up something and I just happened to be giving up food that day and I really wanted to stick with it and be dedicated. Looking back, I should have just been like, you know what, for this meal, I'm going to make an exception, but I didn't, I was stubborn. Uh, and so, uh, we had our dinner together. It was kind of awkward, but we still had a nice conversation. And then we went back to her apartment and just put in a movie and watched the notebook. Oh, Oh gosh. Nailed it. Yes, that's where the recovery came was the notebook. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, you got you got this nice romantic movie. We watched the movie. Romance her up. 
the credits come up and while the credits are you know going we're sitting there kind of just uh just sitting with each other enjoying each other's company and i get out a piece of paper and i've written out uh, a scripture from first corinthians chapter 13 it's the love chapter and uh, i had it all typed out but in between each section of phrases and verses i inserted uh personal information about us that connected um if you're not familiar with it it says things like love is patient even when I'm a big idiot and I screw up stuff and I give like examples. Love is kind. And then I talk about the ways that she's kind to me and, and I try to be kind to her. I love's patient, love's kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. And so with each description of love, I tried to share a, a personal story. And uh, at the end of that reading where I went through that scripture and kind of inserted some of our personal information, then I got on one knee and I proposed for the second time. And for the second time, she said yes. Yeah. So, well, you are back. That was my two proposals. And then on the third <clears throat> proposal, <just laughs> there was not a third proposal. <laughs> no more proposals after that. I learned my lesson. Um, meant to be. So, yeah. It was for sure meant to be. Now, we're not the only ones that have some proposal stories. I want to share a few of our joiners' proposal stories. Uh, Barnaby Butterteeth. He said, I met my ex-girlfriend, now my wife, back when we were kids. I don't know exactly well, we how ex-girlfriend. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. I, ex-girlfriend? His... <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Now my know. wife. Is he his yeah, ex-girlfriend? Is she his ex-girlfriend because now he's his wife? She's his wife? You know that You know that gif of like, you know, somebody trying to think really hard with all like the algebraic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Yeah. So. Uh, she was in grade school with my brother, same junior high, same high school, same college. So they were with each other all through it all. She is three years younger than me, and we became friends in my last year of college. And I kind of considered going out with her, but I was having a crazy life back then and decided better not to. We actually reconnected on my brother's at my brother's wedding a few years later. I was already living in the U.S., and she was still in Mexico. We had a long-distance type of relationship, and one year later, we decided uh, it made no sense to be apart, so we got married. I think we went on probably two dates before marrying each other. I knew I had to marry that woman when I went back to visit her in Mexico City. That is bold. Two dates. When you know, you know. You do. I guess I think that's I would have had to do some serious convincing to get Elizabeth after two dates to marry me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure she was still very skeptical of that time. <laughs> Barnaby must be a master of dates. He just, uh, yeah, he probably he, sang to her. He sang a couple songs, I think, and he used that falsetto. That's what I should have done. Falsetto. Uh, I was in he, love with you, but you had me at extreme. I would have never got a yes if I had that's sang. Right. It been bad. What, what are you doing, Ronnie? What are you doing? <laughs> what? Why are you doing this? Uh, he said the company was working uh, for back then. They sent me to Guadalajara for a month, and she went there to visit one weekend, and next weekend I went to Mexico City. Saying goodbye was soul-crushing, and I knew, I just knew. I talked to her father over the phone from the U.S., and he agreed, and that year I went in December to our hometown and orchestrated a romantic dinner at my mom's house. I paid a chef, uh, who was also an aunt, an aunt, to cook an Italian dinner and hired... <laughs> hired huh? An ant, it'd be hard for him to yeah, carry the plates that was, and stuff. That's true. <laughs> that would be very hard to <laughs> Yeah, ratatouille with ants. Uh, and then he said he hired a sommelier, his cousin, 
What's a sommelier? Sommelier. 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 What's that? Sommelier. Somalian. Sommelier. What's a sommelier? I don't know. I just think that's how you say it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I'm what? pretty sure Come that's on, right, but I don't remember what it is. Quick, right, Robin, to the Google machine. So he, hi- <laughs> he hired his cousin. <laughs> serve the serve the dinner that night. He had the ring in his luggage, or he said, I had the ring in my luggage with a silver rose holder that was served with the dessert. I had the formal dinner illuminated with candles and a quote-unquote path of candles and roses from the door. Whew, she said no yes. she said yes. Yeah. I know, right? right? Yeah, Jeez, can't go wrong with good. candles and roses. I know, because that off. first proposal, that's what I did too. Good stuff. She said yes, and she told me that she thought of saying no, just for the fun of messing with me and having a laugh. <laughs> But thought it it through. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, That's a hard no. Uh, Yeah, not feeling. (laughs) Then she thought it through and decided to not ruin the proposal. We've been married five years with no sign to stop in the near future. Been planning a second proposal wedding in a cruise, just the two of us. But because of life, we haven't had the chance to take a vacation in a while. Hope you get to do that, Barnaby. And that is a sweet, very romantic proposal. Yeah. By the way, follow up. A sommelier is a wine steward. Ooh, oh, wine steward. Wow. Do it. Chef and a Look wine out. steward. Why didn't he just say the, a wine steward? Because it's fancier. Oh, right. Wine and steward. he wanted to you hear me say sommelier. Sommelier. Wine steward. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, wine steward. Well, you do after a few drinks. You call him a wine steward. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wine no, steward. You just call him whatever you <laughs> want. <laughs> Uh, friggin' nutcase, Travis Popsicle. He said, well, my first marriage proposal was a doozy, to say the least. We went to Ponderosa. Yes. Oh, no. Gore. Yes. <laughs> class, that class, is, class. Get it done. And we sat across from each other. I pretended to choke on the food I was eating. And basically, oh, I basically spit the ring at her. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So good. I I literally have no idea why on God's green earth I thought it was a good idea. You know, over over the months and years of Travis's jokes and the things he said, I I can see. I knew it was gonna be good. (laughs) He said uh, she did say yes, and I'm sure she was super impressed. I bet she was. That old Ponderosa. That'd be a rough story to even tell your friends the next day. Well, yeah. Uh, so we went to Ponderosa. He acted like choked. he was choking. Spit a ring at me. Yeah. But she still said yes, so she's still right there. Yes. You did a good job. And so then the second time around, the second marriage with the love of my life, I took her blindfolded to the state park that we met in. This is a much better start, Travis. <laughs> and you have to get I, some trust though to get blindfolded I'll tell you what I'm pretty sure yeah. Elizabeth still wouldn't let me blindfold her that's true that could be scary <laughs> uh, depending on who the person is uh, set up a dinner for two candlelit rose petals the whole shebang it was really romantic and nice definitely a, mo- a memory I cherish then he posted a little picture with it with the rose petals and food and she nice. looks much happier than she probably did I wish he had a picture of when he was choking <laughs> <laughs> And he just Brad like took a picture. <laughs> that would that would have been fun to put the comparison side by side of the two. <laughs> she probably had food all over the front. Of her. <laughs> oh man! Uh, the last one comes. Ring. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, she has a T-shirt. <laughs> Goes with it. Uh, Splig at Dopealicious said, "I made a scavenger hunt and hit some of the big locations from our dating life. First date, church meeting, etc. Then secretly planned a party with everyone after to celebrate. As a surprise, I flew her parents in from Philadelphia Ooh. to Orlando, Ooh, man. so they were the first to greet her." Well done, Splig. You wow. spent the big bucks. Yeah, I feel nice. like you put my scavenger hunt to shame just now. It was all <laughs> yeah, over the why town. Did, why didn't you fly fly her dad in? <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Glad Should both my sets of parents live here. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got lucky there. Uh oh, there's a fourth one, sorry. Don't want to miss old Chad Fackler. He said, uh, this is probably too late, but I actually proposed to Jen in the tr- in the trash can aisle in a Target store in Toledo. <laughs> that beats out Ponderosa for sure. There's a long story there, but that's the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, all you had to say was trash can aisle, and you had me. That'll get it. That'll yeah, get it. That'll get you it. You need yes. to elaborate on that story. Yeah. Yeah, Chad, yeah we do we need some additional elaborate. details, I feel like, on that. I agree. Woo. That's some good stuff. That had to be a little improv session. There's no way he planned on the garbage can aisle, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or that was like their last aisle and he knew he was going to do it in the grocery store. This is where we first met. (laughs) (laughs) Next to this. We bought our first trash trash Right next to this dumpster. (laughs) Some have thought that our lives are going to be a dumpster fire, but I disagree. And to prove it, (laughs) I'm going to propose to you next to the dumpster. And I'm going to light it on fire. I bet you he lit it on fire. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, then got arrested. Man. That would be a great story. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been crazy. Have you guys seen, this is kind of random, but have you guys seen, I saw this recently, the phone case with a ring, ring box connected that you can buy where when you propose, you open it up, the ring is out, and you can record their live reaction using <clears throat> your phone. Have no, you guys seen no, this? That's neat. That is kind yeah. of neat, though. This is a new thing that... But it's, it's attached a, to your phone case? You attach it to your phone, so it looks like it's just your phone in a case, and then when you open it up, the ring kind of just shows up on the, the edge oh, of so the case. Oh, so you can, like, slide the case... Or the, the, you can, like, slide the ring box onto the case. Yeah. And I so was then thinking you, that it was attached you, all the time, and I'm like, you could use that one time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the end. Oh, I don't know exactly. How, I just know that, yeah, you flip it open, the ring is there, and then you're also filming at the same time, so you can get a... You can film or or stream or whatever the live reaction that... If you think uh, about it, though, <laughs> you're going to have to focus that little camera right on the money. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's gonna be you imagine fuzzy. going back to review it and you're all, like, over to the right the whole time. And you're <laughs> yeah, you, get <laughs> you get just her forehead. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to ask the video of her belly button the whole time. <laughs> Isn't this romantic? You were so excited. Look at your breathing. Look at your belly button. In and out. No, I was actually... So, speaking of the like meeting with her dad thing, I was actually nervous about that. I don't really like... I'm not a person that I would say like gets really nervous about things. Like, like normally that's, that's not me, but I was really nervous to meet with her dad. He, um, I've never really like talked to him like extensively and he's a very quiet man. Like he just is very, you know, he just will sit down and just kind of enjoy everything. Right. But he, he doesn't really speak that often. 
So I was like, oh man, like, <clears throat> you know, I was nervous, like on my way up there, like going to like meet him. Cause I was like, this is, I don't know how much, you know, he's going to talk and everything. Um, and her, the, the reason I didn't meet with both of her parents is, uh, her, her mother passed away when she was young. So I met with him and he, <clears throat> he never remarried. So, um, we, it was kind of funny. It was really cool. We talked about, um, I said, you know, I, I do believe that there's, there's a one that you can't, there's one, there's one person for everybody that you, you can't replace that one person. That is your one. And, uh, and we went into like, you know, he started talking about it and everything too. And it was really, hmm. uh, it was really good. It was like, I mean, it was an awesome conversation with him. Cool. You know, he told me a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Like he, you know, he taught, I, cause I asked him, I said like, you know, what was, you know, how did you propose to her? And, and, uh, he started, you know, just, uh, talking away about all of it. So it ended up really well. But I will say when I popped the question, I was also very nervous again. I actually went to like put the ring on her finger and I noticed my own hand shaking and I was like, oh man, hopefully she doesn't notice this. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I trying to get the ring on there. With, uh, with that kind of question, it's a, it's a life-changing question. And whether yeah. you, you, I mean, even if you know that they're going to say yes, it is, it's, it's nerve, it's nerve wracking. I mean, you're, it you is. know, it's nerve wracking now- and there's like, there's that whole excitement thing too, you know, mm-hmm. like. You're just overly excited. You're nervous, and everything is just like you know. It's hard to like just be like stone cold about it. And yeah. so yeah, yeah. And plus, like this is gonna come as a little bit of a shocker, but like I can be an emotional crier. So I was like, just don't cry in my own head. Don't cry. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> because I will. Like if she came out like bawling, crying, like I would have had a hard time like not tearing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That was good, Lucas. I wasn't prepared for you to have two stories. That was awesome. Surprise! You really got your money's worth. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. No doubt about that. You know, the funny thing is I actually met Elizabeth like six months before we dated. I met her at, at a volleyball tournament. And uh, and I like was actually kind of blown away. Like, you know, and talking to her, I was like, wow, what what is that? you know what i mean like just this whole like revelation i had inside my own head and uh and i like tried to i kind of tried to message her like just like friendly back and forth right and i was really just trying to like get her to go out and she didn't really seem that interested so i like i kind of like backed off and let it go and like six months later i was like yeah time to make another run let's go yep do it (sighs) It i'm glad you didn't give up man yeah i find one thing it is persistent yeah I told it's her it was a good. I was good like, stuff. man, it's a good thing you said yes to the second date or the second time, because I would have stalked you probably for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can stalk her all the all the time you want, and it'll oh, be acceptable. Yeah. I creepily stare all the time because she said yes, and she now yes means you can stalk me. So. I made sure to get all the weird stuff right out there in front at the beginning. Yep. So now I can just do whatever I want. <laughs> all right well i think that is all for our walk down memory lane and our epic proposal chat it was so great to hear your guys's proposals to hear some of our joiners proposals if you are listeners out there want to connect with us on discord on twitter share your own proposals or even ask for some advice for some future proposals uh we can find someone who knows what they're doing maybe we can find a similar air to help what you. was that? A <laughs> Sam Amelier. Sam Amelier. What? Samsonite. Toot to the fruit. <laughs> that was way off. <laughs> yeah. 
We can find that wine guy to help you with your proposal. I'm sure he'll know what to do. Wine dude. Uh, Remember, you can also connect with us uh, by email, thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And if you want to practice your radio voice, you can also call us at, what's that, Ronnie? No, not Ronnie. Oh, yeah, Ronnie. Ronnie, let's do Ronnie. At what number can you call us? Uh, Man, I'm going to go with... uh... Uh, nine two nine GMG guys. You got it. There it is. Fantastic. Leave a message. Ask a question. Let your voice be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, Mark, what Mark. is the latest addition, Mark, to the GMG music playlist that any and all can hear on Spotify and Apple Music? And let me know if there's space for more than words by Extreme, because I'd like to put that on the list if there's a space. <gasps> There is no space. <laughs> you rule with an iron fist, my friend. Space? What is that? Um, no. <laughs> as as always, you can you can find the Good Morning Guys Morning playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. Thank you so much for uh, Bernabe for helping us out on that end. Uh, and uh, of course, obviously, as we've been talking about proposals, uh, there are uh, you know wedding proposal type songs that i'm going to be adding to the playlist uh so first off is trains marry me uh yeah i like that jack johnson's better together Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you guys have heard this one um it's the song i choose you from uh sarah borales how's that go i don't know yeah i I think you do. I don't. Come on, Mark. <laughs> just give us a little taste. Sing a, just a little. No. Not going to do it. No. <laughs> You'll have to listen for yourself. And that's what my third proposal would have st- sounded like if I would have done fingers. it. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do no. it. No, I don't, so I don't think don't I will. Do it. <laughs> And of course, extremes more than words. Yes. Sweet. And that is all. I hope these help you get your good morning on. And for those who maybe have not proposed to their significant others, maybe they'll help you propose. Maybe we said some good things about what to do and what not to do. (laughs) Travis. Chad. Looking at you, old Ponderosa. Ponderosa, yes. <laughs> Garbage aisle, no. <laughs> All righty then. Mark, Pat, and Ronnie J, along with you, are joiners, friends, and podcast family. Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.